Hello, my name is Lauren, but you probably know me as Catherine Ross. I'm here to let you know that if you love our content and want to feel the same dread, terror, and jubilation that I do, then make sure to check out Lurking Fears when you head out to your next convention. With a great group of professional storytellers, Lurking Fears is able to weave stories that will haunt you and take you to the very edge of madness, which is something I know a little bit about. Now, while specializing in Call of Cthulhu, Lurking Fears also runs games from a variety of other systems, so there's something for everyone. They're committed to running heavy RPG adventures that are driven by the narrative and, of course, by the player's choices. So, check out their Facebook page and follow them to keep on top of which con they'll be hosting games at next. Trust me, you will not be disappointed. Now, let's get back to the action and see what our Keeper Raz has in store for us. But, if history has taught us anything, probably going to be bad news. And don't forget, if you're heading out to PAX Unplugged in Philadelphia this year, from the dates of December 10th to the 12th, check out Lurking Fears. Say hello to Matt and all the GMs down there and jump into one of their games. You won't be disappointed. You're listening to a 7th edition Call of Cthulhu podcast titled Cthulhu in Cairo, brought to you by the Bardic College. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe to the show to receive notifications as our future episodes release. You can visit us on Facebook at the Bardic College. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome back to another episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. I'm Raz, your keeper, and I am joined by almost the entire team. But trust me, the entire team is here in spirit and in story. So we're going to be in, we're going to be uh, getting right into this and jumping in tonight. Where we last left off, I'm sure you probably remember, but if not, I'll give you a quick refresher and also for the cast. Um, they were able to survive the situation at the refugee camp. Vasily Savernovich and uh, Sergei decided after speaking with Maritza in a whispered tones that the team should be taken away and brought towards Tomsk to keep going with their plan of attempting to secure some vital artifact. The vital artifact being the tattooed arm of this Scythian princess. It did appear to Vadim and several of the others at the table that that meeting could have went, you know, the other way quite badly. It could have been a, you know, shot in the chair at point blank range, but it didn't. It worked out in their favor, and we're going to find out more about the reasons for that tonight. So, Cass, good evening. How's everybody tonight? Good. Feeling good. Catherine? Golden. I'm concerned. I'm, I'm golden. Uh-huh. Ella concerned. Excellent. And I'll speak for Faye. Terrified. I'll just say Gassy. it that way. Gassy. Not tonight, my friend. Not tonight. Not We're tonight. not doing that to her again. Okay. There's no, only so nay, many nay. times people can eat that. Come nay, nay. something else. Like... Nay. Oh no, no. No, no. Keepers on that already. Oh no. <laughs> just give it a few minutes. Oh, I don't oh, like no. that. I don't like that. <laughs> I was gonna say, like, she got a hot date and decided to go and have some like some time. Wait, in the Russian Sergei countryside. The snowman? Sure. Mm, one of those right. kitchen romances. Kitchen? The Siberian yeah, farmhand. She was in the kitchen, remember? The last she had been time. cooking in the kitchen. Right. right. All right, so let's, uh, for the Keeper's Review, because I didn't write down this particular facet of what happened, let's talk about who's in front and who's riding bitch. Um, Maritza is riding a horse. She's the guide. And <laughs> who is behind Maritza? Uh, Ella? I offered you? to ride with her, but again, everyone questioned that decision because I, I think she wanted to shoot me. So she did at one point. She's leading you out of the camp now. So let's set up that. I don't exactly remember, but we'll do it this. We'll do it that way. Does anybody else want to be on Maritza's horse, or is I it mean, okay for Ella? Wouldn't Jack want to be there? Not after <laughs> Jack would like apparently. to be there, but uh, Jack Jack rolled so horribly last time that uh, try try to recover some uh, yeah. reputation. Yeah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I believe, unfortunately, I, I believe I'm riding with Adam. It was where we ended. <laughs> well, you, we did. Yeah. That's uh, no, I, I believe Faye, that was correct. And Faye and it was me and Faye and Vadim and Jack and that's yeah, what I thought. Okay, riding good. Dutch rudder. So you're with Faye. Yeah. Who's who's holding the horse's reins? Well, Catherine is a Capricorn and a control freak, so okay. I'm I'm steering this bitch. Do you have ride? Oh God, no! But neither would she. We don't know that. But I'll, let's so. assume that. Okay, so she's been to uh, we're going to go she with. She'd have to ride camels, so yeah, they're I a lot like horses. I don't think she <clears throat> gave that much thought into the character sheet. Well, oh. can well, we... let's not say that to the listeners. <laughs> Moving on. No, I meant like that far into the backstory of you know one <laughs> yeah. time I I sat astride. Right. Um. All right. So <laughs> the, <laughs> the, as we know, the what situation the hell was, was that. That's what they you won. do to a camel. Oh. Tick, 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 tick. That's not yummy. Let's not do that again. <laughs> <laughs> That's not yummy. All right. So we're, uh, Maritza leads the, f- your team away. The, uh, the five of you, uh, and on three horses, your gear precariously perched in laps and on backs as best as possible, strapped to the side of these horses. They are not moving fast. And let's hope to God they don't have to, because, Things will be flying, lither and tither. People will be falling. It's not going to be a, a pretty sight. But that's what they can afford to give you right now. Three horses. The other three were used for last night's meal and uh, are going to be salted for the next night's meal after that. Okay, so we're going to have ah. to just... <laughs> oh. Faye passes out. Okay, for the first hour, you're just plodding along at at an infinitesimally what feels like slow speed. It, it feels like you could outwalk these horses right now, but... You know, the the overall message of, of riding a horse in this speed is they'll be able to go for quite a while and you'll be able to keep all of your, your freshness and, you know, you'll feel good when you get to camp. The horses may not so much, but that's okay. So the countryside is um, is a little bit, uh, it's sparse around the, the farm, as you know, and for the first 45 minutes or so, you're, you're just walking through fields trying to get to another road uh, or pathway. But that finally does happen. Jack, would you and Vodum please go ahead and make me a spot hidden roll, please? First roll of the night. Let's see it. Always fun. <laughs> or or not. I'm picking yeah, up right where we left off last time. It's That's a, right. It's a crappy rolls return with an eight. My, no bones day, people. It's a my no incredible day. spot hidden ability, and I roll an eighty-six. I know. I've got a great hmm. spot hidden as well. All right, so. The conversation is happening, and what that conversation might be is small talk amongst the team, Faye and, and Catherine arguing over the fact that because she made her shoot Matthew, she has the right to drive the horse, Faye saying, you shot my father, I should ride the horse. They're still having that conversation occasionally comes up, you know, that 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 bonding that sisters sometimes do 20 years after the fact when, you know, mom gave you Milky Way and I got a Snickers. You, I hate you. That kind of shit. So they're just kind of gibbering back and forth. Ella, you're on the horse behind Maritza. You're kind yes. of just walking along, and it seems like you're noticing. And what the gentleman didn't notice was that the horses are pulling apart. They're starting to 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 make speeds a little different. Theirs is moving a little slower than Faye's and Catherine's, which is about forty feet ahead. They're off to the left a little bit, uh, feeling you know maybe about as I said about thirty forty feet behind Faye and Catherine. But their horse is moving even a little faster than Maritza's and yours is. And that horse is kind of pulling to the right-hand side of the road a little bit more. Of the, and it's a slow, slow process. This has been going 
over the course of the last hour or so, because now you're like two hours into this trip. The chill is in the air. You know, it's still there, even though the sun is coming up. It's not like frigid, freezing cold. Oh, my God, we're going to die. It's just it's it's cold. It's it's cool. And um, All right. Maritza is is just riding with you. And she says, um, tell me more about these things you see, these this artifact you seek. Why you why would you bring such things up in front of men who are obvious disconnected from from the spirit world you can see they are devoid why would you say such things ella just shrugs and she's got a little pep in her voice because somebody's asking her about her theories but it's like well i've often found that spirituality and knowledge can come from the strangest of places i mean look who i'm traveling with you're traveling with your friends Hmm. if they are your friends well, I've only known them for a short while, but sometimes it's... I know they care for me, and I know they would do anything to protect me after what they've we've all been through, but still, it's it's hard being the new one. The, well, the newer one-ish, I suppose. You have way of using many words to say nothing. I've been told. There may come a time when fewer words will carry more weight for you. Make left here! Take Fork to the left. Faye and Catherine yank the horse to the left. Adam's already on that side of the road anyway. A couple, you know, 30, 40 feet later, he starts to move his horse around. And again, she, the horse seems to pull back even a little bit more as she widely takes this piece of road that looks like it's barely a farm path. Like, you know, it's, maybe a tractor comes down this way four or five times a year uh, through this part of, of, this, of, of, of these light woods in between these fields. And and again, these fields are big. Like at one time, this farm must have had like 80 to 100, you know, just workers on it, all the, you know, just scything and and cutting and taking care of the fields, plowing, whatever. Now with the woman's husband dead, you know, she barely is able to keep that part of the business, you know, the the, the farm actually running in one field. Maritza says, then Kayla, uh, I'm sorry, Ella, she says, you, why do you seek this artifact? Why is it so important to you that you would risk coming into Russia uh, with stolen plane, as you say, and especially stolen plane of the new fascists of... liberated. Hmm, Liberated. So why do you wish to liberate artifact? Well, if I would use my shorter words, as you so pleasantly implied, um, there are people who are hunting the same thing, and they want to use it for ill-gotten gains. And therefore, we have come to protect those people who think they can use such objects for evil. That's about as short as I can go. (laughs) You're here to protect people that wish to use the artifact for evil. From themselves, maybe? But mostly protect people who don't know that they're using them. It's like, we're looking out for the common folk. She kicks the uh, horse a little bit and moves up closer to, uh, alongside of Vadim and, you know, and Jack. And um, things, you know, she just kind of keeps an eye on them for a little bit. And another 45 minutes to an hour goes by. And now you're out of the farmlands. The sun is up, but you're in like copes with trees, almost like on the King's Road in Game of Thrones, you know, lined with these with these trees and woods along the sides of it, but definitely cut through uh, the deciduous forests that were here. And, but, and, and, the, and the canopy at this time of year is, is mostly fallen off or, you know, is gone. So sunlight is trickling through here and there. Catherine, you, you, Faye has gone sort of quiet, um, almost contem, you know, like just 
in one of those head spaces, you, you know, you feel like she's hanging on to no problem, but she just, you know, as a friends who have been together for a while, you know, when they're, they're going into their own head space and they're beginning to, to kind of drift off and think about the, you know, the happenings and, you know, the, the, the events that have occurred over the last, you know, four or five months that since this journey is, you know, really began. And she says to you, uh, you know, something just occurred to me. We, how are we, how are we going to get the stuff back? What stuff? From the priest. I mean, he was John Schooley's guy and he and John were close. I, I don't, do you think that's going to become a problem? If I'm being honest, if we just burned the objects or destroyed them like I said to, this wouldn't be an issue at all. But Catherine, I... this is not the time to say what we should have done. I'm asking if you think it's... Okay, we should have done that. You shouldn't have shot my father. I shouldn't have told you to kill Matthew. We're doing it again, Catherine. This is my favorite conversation to have with you. No, listen, do we have... Keeper, do we have anything of John's? Anything at all? Didn't we meet the guy? S- sweet memories. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so he knows that we're that we're with John and that John is no longer with us. We can tell him. Fell in the face of evil. Walked away in the face of yeah. I, something. I would make it sound shiny. Okay. Yeah. All right. Like we so we So Faith says to you, but wasn't there like a a word or a handshake or it's just I can't remember. How would I have known? I don't know. Well that's my point, Catherine. If you okay. can't remember and I can't remember, everyone else is gone. We're the only two. If we can't remember this guy's name and we don't know how to even communicate. It's Father Mateus. He's connected to the the Vatican, I think. Well, that'll narrow it down when we get back, I'm sure. I'm sure there's only one Mateus in the Vatican. The Vatican is small, okay? It's got a lot of people in it, Catherine. We'll figure it out. We've jumped out of planes. (laughs) Hmm. We've jumped out of planes and we've given away the, uh, we've given the objects for safekeeping to the person to a person that is connected to someone who's no longer here. I'm just saying, I think we should think about that because we have no effect. What, what we have no idea how much that's going to affect us in the future. <coughs> you know, <coughs> John not being around that could become a real problem for us. <coughs> right, down the road. On me. Hey, arms over your head clears your airways. What's wrong with you? You okay? <coughs> I'm just <coughs> having a hard time. <coughs> Faye, she like kind of twisting, trying not to jostle. You look her. at her and she- a puff of dust <coughs> seems to manifest in the air. Um, she, fi- Catherine stops and catches herself before she calls out <coughs> for Sid, realizing that he's no longer there, and just stops her horse, like, you know, pulls the, the animal probably a bit, you know, roughly, <coughs> gets down, pulls Faye with her, and she's- What are you like, doing?! You're you're, cu- you're coughing up dirt again. I'm okay. Sanity check for Faye. I know what her number is. La da da da. I don't think we just scream out you're coughing dirt again. I love it. That's fabulous. What are we supposed to do? We gotta get it to stop. <laughs> you're coughing dirt again. Okay, she's not gonna make that sanity roll. I rolled an eighty-eight. I'm sorry. No, she just she just looks at you with, like with panic in her eyes. Ella, you uh you don't know exa- you ha- weren't aware of what happened before, but. It seems that whatever spells uh, or charms that were in, in set upon Faye to keep her from having this spell that was cast a long time ago, a curse, um, seem to be dwindling and fading. Uh, it looks like the power of school, John Schooley is just, it's overtaken now. It's no longer holding off 
the dirt creeping into her lungs. Um, she coughs and she's able to cough up a, a piece of mucusy mud. And once she does that, her airways seem to go easier. But she looks from just the hacking fit she had to get that up. She looked like a 35 or 40 year old smoker who really enjoyed, you know, like a pack of camels a day. She just had to cough that much out. Mar- Maritza pulls up and says, what is wrong with your friend? She chest cold. It's it's nothing. The she, stale humors in the air make her lungs constrict violently. It's, it's cold. It's it's just it's cold. And she flips open her medical bag, starts rooting in it for, you know, stuff to open up airways, like stuff mm-hmm. to make you breathe easier. Oh, I know Not that, that actually. Thorn Sorry. apple. You yes. smoke it. Yes. Thank, Thank you, Outlander. Um, <laughs> so I I don't know if we I have an herb, but I have drugs, so we're rooting around trying to find something to God, just make me a medical roll. Aha! Come on, I know it's a no bones day, but that that's an eighty, which is my medical skill. Okay, so you passed it. Okay, so you're able to come up with something with this compound and this thing and that thing will help her hopefully alleviate some of the symptoms that she's having right now. Or at least make it look like to Maritza that she is. Yeah. I'm still kind of holding Faye and like trying to comfort her. How much longer are we going to be traveling today? This is exhausting and my ass is sore. <laughs> today? I don't know, another eight hours maybe? Eight, eight hours! <laughs> da, you want to get to where we're going? It's uh, We are still far away. This is what has to be done. Put your friend back on the horse. You put her back on the horse. <laughs> I'm gonna sit in the back, but because I'm bigger than her, I'm gonna, so in case she yeah, slips. You, mm-hmm. So Jack, you and uh, Vadim see that your new friend, Fe, uh, Faye Dawson, definitely looks um, a little shooken up, hair's dis- out of place from the hacking and coughing, but, uh, you know, for the, Catherine gets her back on, so she's gonna be okay. Can we only do six hours? So ha- ha- you hear Catherine haggling about, you know, how long should the day's ride be, but... um. Maritza says to her, if you don't like cold, the longer we ride, the less time we are in the cold. Every hour we don't go forward is an hour your friend has to put up with plus longer nights. We should ride as much as we can now. Um, can we all hear each other? Yeah. Or are we spread now, out? No, no. She clicked. She kicked down up alongside of you. Everyone's together now. Okay. In yeah. my sternest um, medical voice, my I'm frightening younger nurses into listening to me i'm commanding the attention of doctor's voice if her condition worsens we're stopping i'm not risking a a person that's not happening i am here to bring you to tomsk so that you can do whatever crazy things you're involved in i'm not here to babysit your friend because she has cold she rides we ride if she's no good leave her horse you walk she rides back finds help starts walking I've killed way I've killed way too many people to be spoken to that way. <laughs> I have whacked far more people than you think, lady. <laughs> and for a lot less. <laughs> this slander. Keeper, there's one thing, a question. We yep. I don't know if we actually clarified this. Um uh-huh. our luggage and our and our belongings. Yeah, they're hanging as best as you can on the sides of the horse I strapped on or in your lap. Yeah, you've got everything. So we're strapped. Oh yeah. That's why. That's why I said riding hard would be tough. Okay. Everything would be flopping and bouncing and kicking. Yeah, it'd be. So, Which, so oh, she's, you're, you're carrying guns. Yes. Yeah. No. No. Yeah. We're strapped. We're, so, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Vadim Vadim says under his breath, he speaks rather bravely with five people 
I'll kill her. <laughs> and she looks back and goes, if you think you know the way, shoot me and leave. Ride on, take horse. But you will not survive out here without me. Vadim's from this region. Okay. Right? I'm not sure Vadim knows this area of the region, but yeah. Not specifically, but general generalities. And he's, all, you know, he's from the country, so as far as yeah. surviving or what have you. Uh, but, no, but, you know, he, he, he understands the importance of having a guide as far as timing is concerned we could fumble our we could fumble our way along and survive and be okay but she'll make it definitely more oh a lot easier yes exactly he really intended that more under his breath than anything else (laughs) yeah but under the breath like i just wanted you to kind of hear it or under the breath like i didn't want you to hear it all if it was i didn't want you to hear it all then i misplayed it and we can, well, we can say she just wrote off, but if it was one of those, you could be dead, bitch. Like, what <laughs> let's play it that way. Yeah, <laughs> he just kind of stares back. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about thug May to I thug. I remind you, darling, that I'm the one on her horse. So if she flees, I go with her, or she tosses me off. Please don't anger the woman. Um, Jack is intent- intently watching the exchanges between everybody. Mm-hmm. Almost as if he's watching two animals, two wild animals, like pacing each other to fight. Very right. curious to see, since he doesn't know these people, very curious to see how this shakes out. Because that will tell him a lot about who he can trust, who he can't trust, who is strong and who is weak. Okay. So he's, Ricky Ticky Tavi and the, and the, yeah, and the snakes. I love yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Very, yeah. very cool. Yes, you continue riding for a little bit longer. Faye gets drowsy, Catherine, um, and she starts to doze off. There is even you're you're even sensing at this this close to her the softest wheeze as she's as she's resting, leaning back against you. Just every once in a while you get that wheeze, and now you're starting to think I may have heard some of that before, like the night of the train. I think I heard her. So I I thought it was the old lady. Maybe it was her already doing it. So this could this has been clicking for some time. It's starting to. This curse is starting to catch back up with her. So we're going to have to see how that plays out for Faye in the future. Because with John not here to keep that circle going and that protective spell that he put on her, he's too far it, away. I thought it was connected to the talisman. There was a talisman involved, and then John cast a spell. Yeah, the talisman was Sid's. That's right. Shoot. The bone of a saint. Yeah. Yep. All right. She, I think she gave Sid back the talisman at some point. I thought, the, did, I yeah. thought Catherine had the talisman. For the safety of traveling over water and what have you, the uh, talisman. You gave me. You gave. Okay, so the yes. both of us had something then. Correct. You yeah. had. You. She had. Catherine had John's. Sid gave his. Oh, to his. Faye, uh, she gave it. His. Back. His Romani talisman. Correct. It was, yeah. It was, it was like it was called something like hu- not humorous, but she interpreted it as like you handed it to me, and said its like name, and I'm like, oh, bless you, because it sounded like a word I didn't know. Yeah. I remember that moment now. Yeah. 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 The the Romani charm that uh, somebody had somebody had given to him in his past. Yeah. So you would still have that. I I that he has. She has. Now you can attempt to use that on Faye if you put it around her neck. It may help. I'm. But without any other protection. So as we get to camp, you can dig for it. Yeah. And and take it out. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. All right. So baby. Another. Now it's about three p.m. in the afternoon. Very lonely. You you've heard a couple of coyotes you've seen foxes running about deer things of that nature um off in the distance you know for you know just foraging winter deer just moving about with uh you know 
stags with antlers, you know, pretty far in. But uh, for the most part, you've seen like no people. This has just been vast amounts of real, you know, just real estate. Uh, a lot of it, you know, unkept. You'd hit, you'll, you'll hit a, a small area every now and then that's either naturally been cleared or was cleared at some point. But either the farmstead is gone or whatever, or it was an adjacent, you know, a farm that was connected to lots of different places as far as like, you know, parcels of land. But you're seeing no homes, no people. It's And if anybody asks Maritza, she would easily tell you, I'm avoiding everything I can. Like, I'm not trying to take the most direct route. I'm trying to take the route that we, never, we know nobody will see us for good reason, because people are looking right now after we hit the train and I just don't feel it's safe. So she's definitely in that respect, she's definitely helping kind of guide the, the group a little bit right now. Again, you could survive without her, but you just don't know about patrols and, and the areas that they tend to haunt through here as she would. Um, unless anybody has any questions for her, the rest of the day will go by uneventful. Does anybody have anything or want to talk to Maritza or talk to each other about anything? I do. Uh, can go ahead. I, can I ask her? I yeah, would, sure. um, I'm writing bitch, like I'm behind her, right? Correct. I would kind of peek over her shoulder and go, and just out of curiosity, now that I'm thinking about it, how do you know they weren't spiritual men back there? She glares back at you for a moment. She said, most men aren't, are they? Do many men know the ways, the old ways, the ones that women protect? Good point. But still, very interesting turn of phrase. There are reasons that are my own, for now. But in time, perhaps you and I will have to speak of some of the others, the ones that walk with us in the shadow and see things and know things. And if they can be tempted, we'll share what they know. You have some of these in your past, yes? Uh, her face immediately goes dark at the mention of shadows or, and just like all this stuff. And she goes, I've seen enough darkness in my life to know that it is a cruel but fair mistress indeed. She will give you knowledge, but for always for a price. Do you know what true bravery is? A woman, smaller, alone, in a home, watching over children, and the night comes. Her man is off somewhere, drinking, fucking, doing other things, maybe at war, maybe hunting. She is alone. She faces the darkness without any help, without anyone to help her and keep her safe. And when the darkness comes, she faces it. And she does everything she can desperately to protect them. No. Men think that they are powerful at night, but they are not. They are just wicked beings that use it for their own purposes. We, we are the protectors. We are the ones that truly have to live in the night. We are the ones that understand. Wise words. For someone willing to shoot me. And she gives a little chuckle. I was willing to shoot you before you spoke. But at the meeting, you made it very clear. You are not someone I wish to shoot. Your friends, on the other hand, we shall have to see. No? They mean well, but they do not understand that power comes from all sorts of places not of this world. But they learn, and they are here for good reasons. If they're thinking of going after the object buried in Siberia that they have uncovered with just guns, <laughs> then they are just men stumbling about in the dark. We should speak more later. Hmm. Indeed. Oh, look at that, a swallow. Is it a swallow? And she starts, like, in or for the benefit of everybody else behind her, she's still the flighty, very 
hyperactive ADHD woman that she is most of the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, Jack calls up from the back. Mm-hmm. Says, oh, "Riska, darling, tell us, tell us about the bear. Tell us about the bear. We didn't get a chance to speak of the bear. Speak of the bear in Tomsk. It is a thing, a bear. The it has killed and it tasted flesh. I'm sure whatever it is that you come from, when the animal bites its master's hand, and you strike it and back it off." It hesitates to do it again. But if it feasts on flesh, if it tastes it, consumes it, nurtures itself in its belly, it grows warm and gives it, and it makes it sedate, then it seeks it again. It no longer fears the strike or the lash. This bear must be same thing. Yes, I know that very well from lions. Hyenas, yes. Hyena? I don't know what hyena is. Uh, it's like a large, hideous dog that eats off carrion. Like wolf. It's an, Afri- it's an African beast. Yes, yes, of the family of sorts, yes. Dangerous, we have wolf. very dangerous. Far more dangerous than lions, actually. I don't know much about lions and, and hyenas, but wolf I know, bear I know. Have you seen it? No, I have not. I don't, I've heard, but rumor. Some. Yes, I understand. Some said it has man's face. Some say no fur, others say fur. It's, it's... So it's a naked bear. Bear with a man's face. I, I'm saying what rumors there are. How is your friend? She sleeps? It's good that she's resting. So, she will not be helping with camp? <laughs> Listeners, <laughs> there are moments. I can see my sister's face. <laughs> there are moments when an eye roll can, can tell you a lot of things. A mother to a child. You know, a parent looking across the room, rolls the eyes and you're thinking, yeah, I'm going to get grounded. That was one that I've never, as a keeper in this game, felt that I was going to get slapped, physically slapped by my daughter, until I just said she's not going to help with camp. I thought that was fabulous. Okay, back, back, back to the action. Well, back to the action. Um, Rishka, darling, hey. that's that's cold even for you. I will carry her weight. If what you... be what is cold is if she can't pitch tent. So I'll yes, pitch you've made her... your point. You made your point. Humans, I'll pitch humans her are, fucking oh. tent. I'll dig her that's damn latrine said. hole. Thank you. I believe that was a euphemism, wasn't it? It, it was, intent- darling. I'm intending to yell. Your friend is Wasn't sick. Wasn't sure, yeah. You must not have a lot of those. Your friend is sick. Friends, this is I Sib- mean. This is Siberia. So you don't. Friends have that are sick many. are no longer friends. They are dead weight. Or soon to be. You want to pitch her tent? Fine, you pitch her tent. You want to cut her uh, the extra share of wood? You cut the extra share of wood. The rest of us are going to rest and eat. Because we have things to do. Your friend is, can sleep against your breast. We have to actually ride and be aware and look out for your friend who sleeps. Come, we camp over here. Oh. Already stopping for the day? Jolly good. You're tired? Catherine, darling, remember your manners. I'm used to the outdoors and living harsher. I will, I will take her share so she can rest and, and hopefully feel better. You, you come from a place it's warm, yes? Well, yes, warm. It, it does get cold, but I mean, I spend much of my life in the bush, you know, so it's it's not particularly comfortable. It's quite dusty and quite dangerous. And I've been dust. to places, colder places. I've dust. traveled. Dust, <laughs> as, in, as in desert, the plains, the grasslands, mm-hmm. yes. You are far too pretty of a man to think that you can live in Siberia and survive. Please just get off your horse and do the things that you promised to do around the camp. We'd be much appreciated, pretty man. If you, keep, if you keep coming on to me, you're just going to cheapen yourself, darling. I'll do the task. You don't have to beg. Ugh. We'll talk later. <laughs> so she uh, 
somebody to take care of the horses. Vadim, are you uh, you up to doing horse duty and brushing them down and getting them on, taking uh, taking the tack off? You up for that? Yeah, Vadim's been uh, keeping uh, keeping his mouth shut and basically is keeping as much distance from this. Uh, he, he's he's seen women like here in the past. You know, he's been around this type. He knows yeah. the hard. The hard Siberian women, the bitter ones, he's imagining what's driven her to such bitterness. But uh, in his time, he's learned just steer clear. <laughs> just let's not talk to her. <laughs> Jack Cavendish wrote, Vadim equals wait, smart man. <laughs> wait, so my new girlfriend and I are the people that you tend to avoid the woohoo shit and the tough Siberian lady? <laughs> That's no, well, I mean, you, you, I've, I've, I've not quite decided, but, uh, but her, she is not you. She is... She is hard woman. If she was pregnant, she'd say, leave the baby on the side of the road. It's just too much effort. Let's go. She's not, <laughs> this is not somebody who's, this is not somebody you want to, yeah. Just totally different breed. Yeah. Vadim takes care of the horses. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Drop the baby and go. It will be food for others. <laughs> keep, keep animals Loving and warm human being. Yeah. Circle of life, yes. <laughs> crying, crying baby, draw bear. So the camp gets put together. Uh, Faye gets put into tent that Catherine puts up with Jack's help. Um, uh, actually, yes, is there you're a not going to do that. No, no, no. Is oh. there a way? How are these tents rigged? Is there a way that I can get her sitting up almost vertically? Yeah. All right. That's not a problem. I yeah. Can put like packs or something. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. That's important because it opens up your airways, so you're not yeah. lying down. Absolutely. Are these strictly two-person tents? Yes. Vada makes suggestion that we uh, that we set up our tents sort of like uh, end to end, so that um, you know we can keep a close eye on each other. Okay. He, yeah. He, he says it for this the reason of keeping a close eye on you and that woman. <laughs> you can imagine just she slitting throats. No, 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 not you. The 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 hard Russian broad. Vada's <laughs> <laughs> afraid I'm going to kill our guide in her sleep. I'm afraid she's going to slit your throat in the middle of the night. <laughs> or Faye's. She or Faye's. Faye, Faye is the, uh, Faye oh, is the dead yeah. weight, so um, she'll be like, she, oh, what a shame. She's dead. She can no she longer coughs, bother us. She coughed so hard her head fell off. <laughs> it's shame. Let's go. <laughs> well, considering I'm basically going to be in Faye's lap the whole night, oh, she'd Jesus have to God get through heaven. me. Yes. Ella, what's up? I'm concerned. If I, if I could... I mm -hmm. would like to bless the fire so that it burns all night. Okay. Yeah. Uh, food comes out, the packs, it's all just dried meats and a couple of canned goods that they had from the, uh, the train robbery that they were able to spare uh, when they, when they, you know, confiscated it off of the, the train. So you have that, um, you punch through it with the daggers and stuff in there, but the, fl the fire's cooking. Jack got that all, you know, roasting nice and, and, uh, and high for a, you know, regular campfire. So you want to go ahead and bless it. Go ahead. How, what do you? What would you like to do? Um, basically, I would take like one of the smaller twigs out of the now lit fire, and I would start making the four points of the compass with other little pieces of kindling that'll burn up like rice paper really quickly. And I start mumbling in ancient language that I've learned through my cultist years, and just because I'm I'm really freaked out about this bear being around soon or mm -hmm. just this all the stuff that we've been through this is kind of just her way of also she's feeling out maritza but she's doing a little ceremony to it but mumbling to herself go ahead and make it a cult roll yep that is a regular success at a 33 okay 
All right, so um, you're able to get the fire. The fire stays cooking, and everybody kind of gives an, a, a, a quick look for a moment. As uh, it, it for a moment, the, the fire changes color. It goes into like um, an off blue, uh, gives off a blue and yellowish whoosh, and then for the next four hours, it burns no fuel. It just keeps cooking on the logs that are in it, and it, it does. I mean. Jack and, and Vadim, after he got done with the horses and they were doing things, gathered, even as the fire was working, had gathered extra fuel for it uh, to make sure that it stayed on all night. But by 1 a.m., it's still it's still rocking the same height and none of the logs have burned down. It's kind of, uh, it just kind of gives you that sensation of, wow, this, you know, it's almost like Passover. Wow, the, the oil's still working. That's pretty, uh, that's pre- pretty good. That's, that's nice. So, <laughs> Jack, at about this time, 1230, Maritza walks over to you and she kneels down in front of you and she says, when was last time you washed? I'm sorry. Last time I what? Washed. When was the last time you washed? We're in bath with water. I believe it was before we got on the train. It's been a while, darling. Uh, Do I offend? A while. When did you get on train? Three days ago? Uh, Perhaps. There was no, well, you know, the accommodations were quite meager, I must say. But, you know, I'm used to this. I, you know, it's, why do you ask? It's been 10 days for me. Come. Good Lord. He followed, he, he, there, is there anybody else watching the camp? Vadim, <laughs> whose eyes just went wide. <laughs> oh, okay. So I, I lean over and go, you've got this, don't you, old boy? Time for round two. On, I have to check on a thing. Yes, yes, yes. I'll, I'll let you know what I find out. Hang on tight. It's been 10 days for me. Let's go. <laughs> oh, God. As a so medical sh- professional. all around. That, that is disgusting. And, you know, she should know better. Jack, is, you should is, know better. It had it been is, nine days. My well, God, Jack, man. Uh, you know, Jack spends a lot of time in the bush. I mean, it's not exactly, there are no showers out on the savannah on the plains, you know. It is healthy layer of earth. Ah, yeah. oh natural my goodness. Ah, this whole. Clearly you do not like Frenchmen. <laughs> <laughs> wow, and we, and. We, the, the Bardic College would like to immediately apologize for anybody who is French and listening to the show. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you say these things. I wonder. <laughs> what is happening? So she leads you out of camp and uh, <laughs> pushes you up against the tree and looks at you and says, what's wrong with that woman? I don't know. You're such a hard woman. Why am I so attracted to you? It's, it's, Stop it's, it, will it's... you please? The one who has the, the, the cold. Which one? The one, with, the one with the loud mouth. I, I think it's just a personality now. Like she's She's got a good heart. The one who has cold now, who has cannot breathe now, having troubles. She had no troubles back at camp. What's wrong with her? I don't know. I, I have noticed it. and I'm not aware. I haven't known them long enough to really know them very well. I met up with them essentially just the day before we got on the train. They were going to the same place. And I said, well, you know, sure, we can travel together. But by and large, they are a mystery to me. Why? What do you think is wrong with her? It does appear awkward. I, I swear I thought her... her, her puffing dust out at one point. Duh. Nothing. No. She starts to walk away. You, as she starts to walk away, I go, do you think it's a curse? Says nothing. Hmm. He's, he's sort of talking to himself <laughs> as he's walking. He's like, could be a tribal curse. Of course, I've never seen anything like that before. The witch doctor did not say that he had seen such a thing. Well, I suppose we'll find out in the end. All right. Anybody staying awake the entire night or trying to do shifts? Are we doing that? It's, so it's a little after midnight at this point. Yeah, um, definitely watch, right? Yeah, we okay. need shifts. And not leaving one of them to Maritza. If she wants to take a watch, somebody's going to do it with her. 
Okay. I can do so, it first. All right. Ella, it's only going to be like two hours each tops. So, so maybe three or four people. Vadim, you want to go next? Yeah. All right. Jack, last? I'll, yes, I'll, I'll go last. I'll go whenever, as long as I want to make sure Mertz is not on her own. I don't trust her. Neither do I. So wherever you need to put me, put me. I don't care. Well, you're going to, I figure you're going to be getting up every so many, like having everybody wake you every hour to check on Faye anyway. So oh, yeah. Yeah. I we figure... don't really, you know, she can take care of Faye and she doesn't have to do watch that. Exactly. Way. Thanks. All right. Ella. Yeah. Go ahead and make a listen roll, please. Oh, fuck. I missed it by five points. I could spend the luck. I just don't know if I would want to. So I <laughs> well, guess no. That's a I great guess... question. Yeah, that's a great question because I know you can't tell me, but um, I'm, you know what, you normally, I'm going to, I may regret saying this, but normally you don't put it on the first watch. It's usually middle watch, so I, I think there's nothing to hear, and if I put in those five points and hear nothing, I'm going to hate myself, so uh, no, I, I, I missed the listen roll. Okay, you missed, you missed a listen, so remember, in Call of Cthulhu, even if you miss if there's something out there, you may not hear it properly. You may not. So spending the five would give you a, if I'm asking you, if you want to spend it, you could also push the roll. I mean, I wouldn't push a, a listen roll, but normally there's something that there's something that you'll get out of that situation. Okay. So you still don't want to spend the five, right? No. Cause, um, I have a feeling there may be other stuff that could be useful for it. Alrighty. No problem. You, de- you do hear something moving around in the shrubs. Uh, it's not huge. It's not big. It, 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 it sounds probably like either, a, a fox or maybe a, something that, you know, like a, like a rabbit trying to get back to its den or could even be a squirrel. You, you know, you know, you're not sure. Although this time of year they would almost be hibernating, but, uh, or at least getting close to, but there's definitely some small creature that moved through the bushes. Other than that, you do notice though, that as you're awake, Kayla, Maritza is sitting in her tent. You, you're kind of sitting out by the fire. Uh, you look, you know, she pushes the, the the flap of the tent open and she looks at you and she watches and she looks up at the sky and uh, the moon is up. You know, you're getting, so you're getting some ambient light from that. And it's almost as if you can see her lips moving, but you can't make out what she's saying. And then she closes the tent flap. I'll make a note of that. And um, she's probably going to start listing moon goddesses off the top of her head like oh i wonder what that like scythian moon goddess was called or perhaps egyptian was it osiris and she's just gonna again this is her adhd brain that's all scrambled from years doing this sort of research and stuff so she's like a historian with a bone she like she enjoys this sort of thing but okay Catherine, just as ella is starting to wake vadim up for his shift uh faye does have another coughing fit it's not as bad as the first one uh the wheeze is there if you give her another round of medicine, that's fine. You have enough probably for about five more days before you have to be running low where you're, you know, and it's, right. Tom's shouldn't take more than another two days to get to. Okay. Um, I'm going to go rooting for that amulet. All right. So we kind of had that conversation off, but we'll say, Catherine, go ahead and make me an idea roll, which is off your intelligence. Once you get the idea roll, your character can say that they would have remembered that on okay. their own. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's a rolling hold on hold that was two tens oh that's uh that's an eight so no problem you're able yeah. to remember the amulet okay so you have the amulet that john had given you yep which was a romani uh charm uh that that's that's what he told you it was something to uh, protection yeah uh and what do you do with it um it's a is it a ch- it's a charm is it on a 
like a, a chain or it's on a necklace yeah yeah i a I rubber just, thong i put it around Faye's neck and then excuse me leather thong not rubber i i was gonna correct you but i thought i ah, will let it roll yeah <laughs> Okay, um, so you drape it around Faye's neck. Yeah, and then I vow to not sleep because um, what happens when I'm not 100% zen when I go to sleep? Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah. just not going to sleep. Okay. I go make a cup of coffee by the fire and I sit there. Vadim is out there with the coffee. Yeah, I have a pot of coffee with Vadim. <laughs> All right, the whole pot. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and make listen checks. Both of you then. Please. Bottom. Okay. Yep. That is a 65. So with my listen, man, I'm, I I failed just by a little bit. I'm wondering, I'm thinking of spending luck. It's just a tiny bit. I got it. It's okay. I don't spend any luck. 32. Uh, that is a success. Okay. What do I hear so I can pass it on to my friends? <laughs> if you want to. You're sitting there, and as you're sipping your coffee, Catherine. I'm gonna Vadam. Yes, Catherine. Ella. Uh, do I look right to you? Am I? Do- Jack. So she's still hearing this, but I am not. <laughs> Her face is white as a ghost. <laughs> do, do, do I look okay? You you look uh, you look a bit drained. Are you okay, Kate? It's long long day. Ass hurts. Face sick. Um. This isn't a. Faye. Dawson. I. I dart back to the almost throw myself into my tent and check on her. Maritz is there and what she's the helped. She's, she's got her arms on her. The fuck are you doing? Your friend fell over. I'm propping her up and she helps her sit back up. She arranges her. I heard Thank something you. in the tent. I came and checked. I know you're on duty at this time. We have made watches. I heard something make noise. I come over. She fell. What, what made a noise? What noise? What, what did you hear? A thump, like somebody who cannot pull weight, hitting the ground. You know, that thump things make when they just are a bag of lead and, and pile of rock. They hit the ground. Thank you for your assistance. So kind. Warm-hearted woman. Uh, a more warm, car- kind-hearted person I've never met. Thank you. Please. I would hate to disturb your sleep anymore. Let's keep an eye on her then. Don't let her fall over. She makes loud noise. Must weigh two hundred. Must weigh 20 stone. It looks like she's thin, but she's not. She walks out of the tent. She sits back down next to bottom. Do you check Faye? Yes. Oh, shoot. Yes. What's wrong with Faye? <laughs> Nothing. Where, that was hilarious. Is... <laughs> Catherine just big-faced the cam. That's <laughs> the total surprise. She big-faced the cam. <laughs> Sorry. Um... I wish the listeners could have seen that. <laughs> it's for the best that they didn't. Her amulet's still there. She's okay. No dirt, no mud, no... No dirt, no mud. Okay. Is she awake? Give me an edu- education roll. That's a 21. That is a hard success. So in Call of Cthulhu listeners, education uh, is basically your knowledge of things. You whiff something. Um, there is a, f- a fragrance to her that is not standard or, or something that you've never smelled before. It is has it- um, almost like a... Uh, 
a clove smell. Cloves? Why the hell would she smell like cloves? I don't know, but what smoky, it... earthy, and it's faint. I mean, you pick it, you picked it up when you were near, and you're trying to like checking her all is, over. Is her not to be weird and like smell face mouth? Is it worse there? No. Oh, great. I don't know what that means. Hmm. Bless, bless you, Catherine. I, I go and I, I have to talk to someone. I'm gonna go crazy. <laughs> okay. So I go and I sit next to Vodum. Mm-hmm. Well, is everything okay? Well, I'm convinced I'm not sleepwalking. Mm-hmm. Which is Faye, a is, is Faye okay? Fell over. I don't trust that woman farther than I could throw her. No, I I think uh, pretty sure we will need to kill her at some point. I I like you. Um, which is why I don't like a lot of people. Um, which is why I'm going to entrust this information to you um we have a small problem Faye, a while back our experiences that we've been on have um have changed her and i in nasty not nice woo spooky ways and uh i kind of made a choice where i had something on me that was helpful and I gave it to Faye because she's having a problem right now. And now I'm hearing things. Hearing things like like wind or animal or? Like whispers. Whispers, voices. I thought I was dreaming until Faye, until Maritza knocked Faye down and I ran and I moved so quickly and it was so clear. And then I smelled and it's too real. This isn't a dream. You're Not hearing sleeping. voices. People's mm-hmm. voices. Yeah, and and they're saying all of our names. Yours too. Mm. My grandmother always told me that people who hear things that other people do not should not be trusted. Well, <laughs> excuse me, I have to go. <laughs> that's that's nice to hear, buddy. Um, but but that being said, Kate, I feel more sorry for you. You you seem pained. It's been really hard. A lot, a lot has happened, and now she and we're kind of a, we're kind of alone out here. I mean, we are, but we aren't. And you only know so much, and Ella only knows so much. And now I'm crying in the middle of Russia, and it's keep it down. Fuck you. And and I really just want to hit her, but I can't. She doesn't understand, and if I and if I confess to this woman what's really going on, she might just put a bullet in both of our heads, and I don't want to. I don't want to die out here. Kate, I have two things to say. Yeah. Do not give power to another person over you. She is nothing. You are strong, woman. Thanks. You do not. Uh, she does not deserve to have that type of power over you to make you feel any way. You feel, however, you want to feel number two i can tell you with certainty that that woman will not harm any of you because vadam he watch he always have eye and he always have hand on gun aside from the fact that you now have this knowledge which is really important can the part where i broke down and had a small cry could we pretend that didn't happen Mm, that is fine okay thanks vadam know how to keep secret thank you okay um, it, I have a sleepwalking problem, so 
um, next few nights should be fun until I think of a solution. Is there anything I can do to help? Know anybody with access to items? (laughs) Like talismans, protective stuff, sleeping pills? (laughs) You gotta... Oh, we're gonna need... We're gonna need um, more medicine for for Faye pretty soon. You have enough for five more days. You should be fine. I have enough for five more... Talk to the resident occultist. It's coming, damn it, you're asleep. I know, but you're not even mentioning me. I can feel it. <laughs> so you just threw magical talismans, drugs, or medicine. <laughs> that's a pretty wide, that's a big reach. <laughs> also, more coffee, because I'm. if I'm not sleeping, I need to stay awake. Uh, just go Christmas shopping or something. Coffee I can do. Great. He goes... He pours some more, some more of the the thick black oh. coffee out of out oh. of the pot from the fireplace. You meant right now. I thought you meant in the grand scheme of things. Great. Okay. Thanks. Um. Take another cup of that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes. The whispers eventually fade. Um. Probably about twenty minutes after Maritza yelled, "Could you keep it down?" Finally, the the whispering starts to go. You know, settles, and you're able to go back and get a little bit of sleep. Vadim, pretty much uneventful for the rest of the night. It's it is cold. You're bundled, but uh, you were able to at around four or five in the morning wake Jack up for his shift. Non-eventful, Jack. <laughs> Catherine had breakdown. Uneventful. <laughs> <laughs> All quiet. Girl, go crazy. <laughs> Lost her fucking mind. <laughs> All right, Jack. Go ahead and give me. Uh, it's you're in. You're on for about twenty five thirty minutes. Things are uh, everyone's settled in. There's some light snoring coming from Ella in the tent. Uh, Faye doesn't appear to have flopped over again. Catherine's with her. Go ahead and give me a, a listen check, please. Okay. Uh, no, I miss it. I got a 49. My listen's a 30. Okay. Do you want to push it or roll again? I mean, push it or spend the luck. Or you don't have to. Uh, that's, 11. that's 11 luck. Um, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. I have, I have a lot. What are you doing? Time. Spending it Yeah. I'll or, spend or rolling? It. So you're spending luck. Okay. Yeah, I'll spend luck. You don't... You hear what sounds to be drums. Like that. Just this is it cadence. A, is it a familiar drum beat? Or is it um, just a drum beat? The tone, the tonality of it, and, and the, the pattern not so much, but the tones of it definitely sound like something you've heard before. Like these are drums that would have approached something from the tribes that you've been involved with, um, you know, along the, the the game reserves and stuff like that. Definitely has that kind of sound and feel to it a little bit. You're getting, you're picking some of that up. And it sounds like it's around us somewhere. It coming from, a, yeah, coming off from either, you know, when you turn behind you, it sounds like it's off to the left. You face left. It could be from, you know, the far right. Um, right. your north, south, east, and west are a little bit fugazi at this point as far as where it, but the noise just seems to be there. Uh, and then again, the moon is, the moon is out. It, it is giving off ambient light there. Uh, you know, you think what, what's, what once was just, you know, a, a shrub or a small tree turns into, or you think turns into the sight of a man. Um, and that man is, seems to have a masked face on and he's just kind of lumbering, in jerky steps almost towards you and the I chamber the gun and stand up and, t- and aim at him 
Okay. All right. And I, I just eyeball him as if he's game. Dangerous yeah. game. It's, it, it, you look at, as you, as you level the gun, you know, take that breath, aim and point to kind of get, you know, clear the shot in your chest to make sure there's no air that's going to throw you off of your breathing. Uh, Cause you're, you know, you're that kind of hunter that just gets everything. It's, it's, it's the same muscle memory, right? It's, it goes back. Yeah. It's the calming effect. Yeah. The, there's nothing there, but a tree. Um, you don't, but the, but the, that noise is, is on the wind. It's. Um, anybody that can hear uh, that, I guess is not awake or whatever, starts to hear me mumble in a foreign language. And what I'm doing is I am, I am, uh, I am basically reciting a, uh, a Mihikenda prayer of protection. Okay. All right. That will so that changes the beat. It becomes a little more frantic. It starts to pick up. Do you keep the cadence? Do you keep repeating the prayer? Yes. All right. Stops. Okay. And it's quiet. You just hear the sound of of the breeze rustling through fall trees, you know, through the autumn trees and the full, you know, whatever left on the ground. The, the the leaves that have dropped here and there and the piles and the and the twigs kind of shuffling, uh, but for the most part it's gone. All right, I stay vigilant. Uh, if nothing else happens during my watch, I stay vigilant for the rest of the watch. With and I leave the um, I leave the bullet chambered in the gun. Yep. And um, and and ready to use if needed. Give me a spot hidden. Uh, spot hidden. Okay. No, miss it. God damn. I'm rolling okay. like crap. All right. <clears throat> Nothing happened. You, the rest of yeah, the it's, you don't see or feel anything odd. Just, it is what it is. So, all right. Next morning, gang, everyone gets up. Breakfast is made. Uh, Faye is feeling a little bit better, Catherine. Um, the talisman will take some time to kick in, but uh, the damage that it, it won't progress the, the, it any further. Um, and eventually it will recede, but it's going to take a few days. Uh, as far as you know, you can tell like her wheezing is even a little softer. Like right now, you would need your stethoscope to clearly pick it up. So it, it's already it's receding a little bit, but it's definitely not progressed. There's no more. You know, her her coughing isn't as deep and wet as it sounded before. Okay, and um, am I hearing voices? Do I feel funny? Nope. nope. Okay, great. No midnight jaunts. Nope. Awesome. So everyone is. Uh, I'm sure everyone's having breakfast, right? Eating together, doing their thing. Yes. Uh, as the camp gets broken down, unless somebody is going to speak it in, or do you want to share the events from last night? Or is it something you wanted to talk about? Or you're just going to say that we did talk about it. Jack, would you share that kind of a, a situation with these people? Yes. I think I would, I would share with them over breakfast as we're eating around the fire. Okay. Uh, I would say, um, Mariska darling, perhaps you could tell me, are there any indigenous tribes here in the, the countryside. Tribe? What, what do you Tribes. mean? Tribes. There's sort of indigenous people that would maybe uh, employ drums. Um, I, I, weddings, and maybe. I don't. Not drums. No. Did anyone else hear tribal drums last night? Nothing during my watch, no. Catherine's face kind of like she. She looks like she bit her tongue or like she drops her spoon with what, for whatever she's eating. She's like, mm, but clumsy doesn't say anything mixed company 
drums? You mean like song? Uh, I mean, I mean, yes, it, it could have been, but it was, it was more of a rhythmic thing, you know, a thing that it would be accompanied by chanting or perhaps um, some religious ceremony, but but not more organized, not modern, you know, not nothing from a church, that sort of thing. More of an indigenous people or a wilder people that would live outside, per se, or in tents or, or that sort of village. The, the old women in the area say that on nights of moon, that some say the moon's door can be opened with a song. Some what happens? What? Wait. What happens when this door is open? Jack, hold on. What did you just say? What do? You, what did I say? I just was answering Jack's question. But in truth, he said he heard. Bl- oh, sorry. Sorry. He go said ahead. that he heard drums and, pos- you know, goes with chant. And I just told him that the wise women of uh, the area, some some of them, have been known to say that you can open. The moon door uh, can be opened with a song. Why would you uh, want to open a moon door? But in truth, my friends, only blood holds the key. What? I'm looking right at Maritza like... You know what I mean? <laughs> she stands and goes and starts prepping her horse. The hell was mm. that? <laughs> <laughs> you say that and you walk away? What the hell? Crazy bitch. Bottom. All I hear is, bottom, get your gun. <laughs> That's what Catherine's thinking, bottom. It's time. <laughs> All right. Yeah, the, she gets. No, no. What the Ella? What the hell was that? You don't just what? get to say. No, we write. We write some of the things off that you say as just being like, oh, Ella. What? What was that? That was truly interesting, Ella. You do not disappoint. No, this is never. I'm never I'm disappointing, myself. darling. <laughs> Stop being quirky to change the subject. What was that? Come break camp. We have lots oh, of ride to do. Of course, much yes. much distance to go. I'm gonna break your legs. <laughs> I go back. Uh, I start oh, yeah. Just going camp. to ignore me. We're going to ignore Catherine. Is darling, that it? Am I, darling? It was clearly not what I thought it was. Otherwise, we would have had a very different discussion. What did you think it discussion. was? What would have the discussion have been? I don't know. It didn't happen, did it? Am I speaking Greek? What is what is you happening? Could be. <laughs> no. No, this is not. You know, the I Greeks bet. invented the alphabet, or was it the Phoenicians? It was the Phoenicians, but the Greeks adopted it, and that is why it there's w- a big confusion. Phonetics. It was the Phoenician alphabet. Listen, mm-hmm. I've had enough of being the crazy one, of people looking is at Is your me. friend feeling better? Can she work today? Yes, she's feeling just chipper, thanks to modern medicine. Something originated Good. in the West. Well, be modern woman and help pitch, put down the camp. Come. Lots she to go. Right, Many know. miles to go. We must ride. Bottom's feeling very lonely. Jack hears drums. Catherine hears voices. Ella's already been weird. The witch Maritza, she's a Baba Yaga if you ever saw one. <laughs> that, that Don't say the name. And 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 Faye is afflicted with some sort of curse. Bottom's like, am I am I, am I only normal one here? <laughs> Bottom. I was like Catherine. Oh my god! He, he was thinking. He did not say that out loud. He was thinking no, to himself. If if Bottom ever does express this opinion, this is what Catherine would say: "Live happily in ignorant bliss." But guess what? <laughs> Shit's coming. He's gonna slap you. Ugh. Things I never feel- to share in a group. Y'all fucked up. <laughs> Listen, I'm very. Catherine is very upset that Ella has basically ignored her. There will be words later, but apparently okay. we of need to break there will. the camp. There's always yeah. words with you. Ella's got a new friend. <laughs> I love you. You know this. <laughs> no, it feels like you don't because you've just brushed me off and I'm clearly in distress. 
She's hmm. not brushing anybody off. She literally is like, oh, whatever. It's just a British demeanor, darling. We're, we're cold people, cold fish, as it were. I, uh, I just happen to be a bit warmer than average. Quite that Af- the African sun. <laughs> yeah, I've, yeah, I've lived your soul. it is. Yes, it's, it's <laughs> I've lived in England place. since before the war. I I feel that I'm not a warm individual. Yeah, like I get it. You're cold, but that's just weird and unacceptable. Fake them on, and we're gonna pack up. Packing. <laughs> I'm packing up because I'm terrified. There, I did fake. Packing up, I'm terrified. All right, so camp is uh, broken down. And um, anybody have anything else they want to do or say before they get on the road? And Maritza starts leading you to the... Yeah, I take, I take, I, I try to pull Maritza to the side at some point. Okay. So yeah, you're riding for about 20 minutes and you pull up alongside of her. Remember, you have Vodum with you. And me. No, no, before we got on the horses, I wanted to pull Oh, I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Before I, I take her sort of away from the group, as it were. Yes, yes, yes. And I say, did you did you happen to hear drums last night? I mean, honestly, we're away from the others now. You can tell me. I mean, I know you're enjoying torturing them, but and it, it is rather endearing, I must say. But did you hear drums? Be honest. No. Did you? Truthfully? No, of course not. No, truthfully. truthfully. I don't know if I'm ever truthful. I can be truthful about good. that. Good. Good to know. <laughs> All good then. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I. <laughs> A lot of help. Thanks, Mike. <laughs> Yeah, but right. useless, useless. As we're, if we're not doing anything else and the horses are packed, I just want to say that Vadim uh, makes uh, makes it. Uh, he he purposefully makes sure that uh, Maritza's horse is in front of him as oh, we're the, traveling along the whole ride. Yeah, he's not wandering off to the front and left and anything anymore. He's very clearly right behind Maritza. So if she attempts to slow down, we're going to have both of you just stopped in the middle of the road. <laughs> Everybody looking at each other. You can go. No, you go. No, you can go. <laughs> I get you. All right. So she can't be, do the subtle pull, pull off to the side. You're uh excellent. Ladies first. <laughs> well, you have Jack. He's put it this. So, okay. So the, uh, the ride goes on. It's going to continue. It, it drizzles on and off throughout the day. Uh, it's definitely gray and overcast. Uh, Faye is all bundled up. Everybody's riding. Ella is at no point. Is there going to be any private moments for you to espouse or, you know, go any further into the conversation that seemed to have occurred between the two of you? Not to mention that Catherine's eyes are like three times bigger than a lemur's as she stares at you through the entire trip. Um, just watching to see if you do anything out of the ordinary with, uh, with your new friend Maritza. But uh, as the sun goes down, she says about another 40 minutes and we should be able to arrive at house that we can use. If everyone can just hold on a little longer. I know it's been a long day. Bottom nods. Silence from horse number two. <laughs> oh, like, we would love to have a real bed tonight. Absolutely. Horse number three is game. Ride on then. So she rides on with Vadim directly behind her uh, with his horse and Jack. And the uh, another field or two across, you, you part your way through these... Um, through another set of trees. And as the sun is going down, Vadim, you get like a clear read. You've doubled back. This isn't the way, like, yeah, you're in the wrong direction. Doubled back to like, like back to the camp the night before, or we've been sort of doubling back, (laughs) heading back to the original camp. Hard to tell because it's definitely a different way of getting here, but, but position of the sun you and I mean, you notice it. Jack notice it's like, wait a minute. Tomsk should be 
you know, that way. Yeah. And right. uh, we're it's, now you know, headed back that way. We're going, we we're going, we're, we're going, we're supposed to be going north and the sun is setting on our right. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. You're definitely feeling like in the last maybe hour or so it's, it or maybe longer, but you know, there's been dark woods, there's been in and out of it, but you're picking up now as the sun is definitely setting and, the, and you're getting a clear view. You're like, okay, we've, we're not heading exactly towards tops. This is, we're off path. Like, and by a lot, like 80 degrees. Keeper, Jack has a high track still. Yeah. Is it something that he would have noticed now or before now or? Well, what? Uh, go ahead and make make me a roll, Jack, and I'll because again, if someone's if you're going down the highway, right, and you're doing and you're going west, it's never it's not always exactly due west. Sometimes you have northwest. Sometimes it's no, no, no. I'm I'm thinking more like things look familiar. You're like these these things. Oh, look you're familiar. saying is it, okay? No, go ahead and give me a track roll. Yeah, that sort of thing. Just sort of like you know, we've seen these trees before. And also to what you were just saying was, you know, do we have a sense of how the day has been going? You know, is like overall, does it seem like, like you said, like, you know, ebbs and flows, but we're heading westerly all day. Or does this seem like something that's been going on all day that we've been heading in the wrong direction? Um, Let's put it this way. The last three or four hours, it's definitely you're now that you've been walking and the sun's there and the, you know, like it's been raining, your heads were down, but yes, you, it, a good portion of the day feels like as you're thinking about it, this could have been, we could have been off base. Yep. Jack's tracking roll. Sorry about that. Good Jack. Yeah, no, I missed it by two. I don't know that it's really worth burning two luck for at this point since it, you know, it would become an eventuality that Vadim would know anyway. Well, know both any... of you are there. If, if you make the track roll, if you burn the two, I'll give you a yeah. clear indication of if this is in the same general region as the original house. Okay. All right. I'll burn the two. Yes. It's in the same general region as the original house. We've gone all the way back towards the farm. Not all the way, but you're heading in that direction. Yes. Vadim says to Jack, Jack, I have feeling we are not going in the right direction. No, I, I believe you, man. I, this is not quite cricket. I think we need to waylay horse number one, stop her and have a uh, terse conversation. You've got the reins, old bean. Vadim says to Jack, uh, under his breath, he's like, you know, have had the weapon. And he he spurs the uh, the horse up to come up astride Maritza on their left. Okay. Um, he had observed earlier that Maritza is right-handed. Yeah. And he says, would you please stop? She slows the horse down and pulls it to a stop. And he stops and kind of settles in the saddle and looks over at her and says, We are not going where you say we are going. What is going on? What's back at the uh, what's back at the farm, darling? Not going to farm. Not going to Tomsk either. No, not not now. Taking you to people who can get you to Tomsk. Thought you were the person that was supposed to take us to Tomsk. What is this? I was person supposed to take you to Tomsk. Things changed. What yes, things changed? Yes, I think changed? you need to have a pause. And I pull out my pistol and I say, I think it's time to dismount and we'll all have a good chinwag. Ho, ho. Please, I'm still on here. It she is says, okay, Ella. He is a good shot. She says, last night, you claim you hear drum. Ella, Catherine seems nervous. Uh, everything happening. Uh, crazy things are being mentioned. Ella spoke of things back at the original at the farmhouse when we first met. Things of demons and of of occult practices, and of trying to find this relic. 
This is no longer a simple matter. I take you to somebody who understands these things, who can help us, who can get you closer than I could ever get you if all these things are true that you're having happen. Vardam asks, you know, why do you not share thought with us? Why deception? Yeah. I know. There was no deception. Silence is deception. Silence is not deception. I was taking you to where someone could get you to Tomsk. I changed plan because plan needed to be changed. I never said I was... You never said to me all day, uh, are we going directly to Tomsk today? No, you follow. I, I lead. Do, you, do I look like men who play game, woman? <laughs> do I look like somebody who is trying to play games? I simply am taking you where we need to go. Word games. I say this, I say that. You say nothing. Your friend behind me has made it quite clear that you need more help. She And she points to Ella. I did. She said, and help is where I'm taking you. More help. Is Jack aware of this of the abilities that Ella has? No. no? Never came up. Nope. Okay. And again, you're, who knows what's going to happen, but like... In order to be initiated in the group, you have to deal with Catherine's curmudgeonness, Faye headbutting someone, and my strangeness. <laughs> well, no, that's not what I mean. I mean, yes, but I, what I what I meant was we simply could, you know, it, we can't do it because I, I can't really say because that, that's um that's metagaming. I don't want to do that because if he doesn't know, he doesn't know. He just levels the gun at her and says, "Please don't, please don't mistake." My kind demeanor for the fact that I actually care for you one inch. If you mislead us, if you put us in a dangerous situation, I'll put this bullet squarely in your forehead. Know that and understand it. Keeper, what could we use to, I mean, what could we use to have a sense of, you know, is, is there anything, you know, honest coming from her? Or is she I being deceptive? Ella, touch her. I'm not touching mm. her. You've been touching her all day. Touch I'm her. not touching There's <laughs> touching her and then there's touching touch her. her. There's touching her stomach in order to stay on the horse, and then there's going into her brain. And again, clairvoyancy is not telepathy. telepathy. It is reading an object. I don't... Again, she does That's not what it's for. Right. The images could be anything. It could be her fears. It could be where she's been. It could be... Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah. I can't see... Go ahead, what you get? A hard success. That's an eight. Okay. Anybody else? Yeah, I'll roll a second. More success you have, the more I'll give you. Um, well, the hard success is Actually, hang on I one will. second, too. I want to... Um... I will help. Oh, I did shoot. not help. I hate her. I gotta remember my abilities. I always... Especially with listening. I had a listen roll earlier. I always forget that. Yeah, you're stronger at that, aren't you? Keen hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bonus die. Alright. Yep. So, how's everybody else doing on the no, head shrinking? You, Vadim, you sense that she, her, she's telling you she's taking to somebody that can help. That's a loose word. She, they could help, but is she inherently lying? No, she's not. But but it could help. could it be helping her or helping us? Ma, she mentioned Ella. You feel pretty confident that it has something to do with Ella. And there's no ill intent toward Ella. Like she feels it seems. Oh no, not no Ella. If, if the way she's. Got Ella and the way she's moving the horse, it's almost like she's trying to make sure Ella's safe in this situation at the moment. Like when Aww. Jack pulls the gun, she, she kind of shuffles the horse, you know, trying to move the horse so that Ella's not in Jack's path. Vadim picking up on that, he says to uh, Ella, um, Ella, do you trust this woman? I would say yes. 
I sense that she is uh, in being true to you. I, I will trust you, Ella. As for others, I do not know. Jackie may kill her right now. Who knows? Well, I appreciate your faith in me, dear Vadim. Um, as far as I'm concerned, we are the more assistance, whether it is uh, from this woman or Mr. Cavendish over there, is always welcome in this time, as long as we are forward with you... each other. So, Maritza, uh, wh- wh- like, where are we going, darling? You want the skin from Tomaris, Scythian princess. The tattoos of, of power that were on her arm inscribed by the priests of her time. How Sacred the fuck? Text. Sacred texts that were supposed to bring great pain down upon the Persian king to save her people in, dire, in times of dire emergency. When she conquered and crushed the Persian king. Killed him in battle. Yes, I know this. It's his only thing that makes sense. It is part of Dig. It is, and the people that I bring you to, they want the same thing. They want to see it taken as well. More I cannot say. I'll give you this, Marishka. I'll trust you a bit farther. But should you lead us astray, your gift will be a bullet I know, bullet in my head. brain. I know, bullet yes. in my brain. I, I get that. As long as you understand was... that it's not a threat. It's a matter of harm to friends. If you cause harm to friends, what else can we do, Marishka? I would expect nothing less. I'm sure you understand. We're all just okay with this now? Um, my Kate, I think you need to speak with your friend Ella. I think are we riding okay or are we, are we getting cold? We'll talk at the house. Yeah, da, good, good. We talk at house, and she starts walking the horse again. And Vadim falls in behind her. Vadim, do you think I'm in danger from Catherine or other forces? Like, <clears throat> yep, points with her eyes at the man behind him. <laughs> oh, Jack. Ella asks Vadim that? Yeah, like, dear Vadim, am I more in trouble from, like, Catherine or points with eyes at Jack? Sometimes worst enemy is self. Don't worry, once we get to the house, you'll have all the friends you need. I don't like, I don't like the sound of that. She said that to Ella fairly quietly, but not so that it wouldn't be heard. Oh, no, no, you all heard it. Oh, what? But she definitely said it personally to Ella. Oh. Goody. That that doesn't sound doesn't sound positive. All right, you ride up. Uh, there is a house. Uh, you never saw this on the way out. This is just another uh, farmhouse. Uh, a little bit better condition than the last one, but uh, not lived in. But there are torches that have been set around the outside of the house to cast light, and there are a few lights in the windows. There are s- several trucks. Um, three of them that have been that are pulled up along the the long driveway, uh, and it's all mud. It's dirt, you know, dirt driveway. But there's these three flatbed trucks that you would use for like hay bales or bringing folks in and out, like in in a lot a large group of just you know like workers into a field. It was like those kind of older trucks, like from the late 20s, early 30s. The you know the the big tires, although they're still pretty thin, but they drag them. You know, they get out here with workers. Uh, they are parked outside, and she says, friends, here, come. And she moves. She starts walking her horse down the driveway. Jack makes sure he has his hand on his gun. Okay. Bottom is just hyper aware. Absolutely. Watching all the corners. Does Ella feel anything new? Like, spiritually, Cthulian-wise? 
Ella, you uh, you do know notice that the tattoo on the inside of your wrist is starting to darken again. Her heart stops because that tattoo hasn't glowed in a long, long time. <laughs> yep, it's coming through the skin again. It's looking like it looks like a thirty-year-old faded tattoo, but in the last hour, it's beginning to darken. She pulls her coat down further over it, and it obviously Maritza notices because she's doing it basically on her body with like everything. It's like I'm trying to fix it, but uh, it, it oh god, <laughs> oh god, this is bad. She says it is good if it is a good time for that to appear. Oh, it will really? explain. It'll explain much once we get inside. Wonderful, wonderful. I didn't realize these were the friends we were visiting today. These are the only friends you're going to need. All right, you ride up. As you, <laughs> you are muted, Catherine. Stop screaming into the camera. You are muted. No, I'm. I'm just doing my inner dialogue. The listeners don't <laughs> need to hear me whisper what the fuck is going on eight times. <laughs> Some gentlemen open the door, the front door as you approach. Uh, there's about five of them. Uh, they're dressed clothes of a country f- worker, but still with a ja- so jacket, white shirt, pants, you know, b- work boots. Two of them are on the larger side. The other three are average, but they come walking out. Maritza stops the horse. She uh, she gets off, embraces one of them for a second, says something. Vadim, you hear her say in Russian, mm-hmm. um, you got the message good. This one here is, she's important. I think this is, I think this is the time. It's, it's, things seem to be coming, they're, they're colliding and they're coming together. You hear her say that. Okay. These are, uh, her friends, Vadim, pretty mustaches, Jack, and then the two women, they're Faye and Catherine. If you leave these men, your horses and come inside. And she makes her way up the stairs with Ella, I guess, following her, Ella. I greet all the people that she was speaking to. Good morning. Hello. Yes. And I start to move with her group anybody following i have a feeling you all are gonna be very mad at me (laughs) because i'm doing that but it's fine well i'm i'm staying as close to ella and as close to Faye as i can okay i guess we're all moving as a well i'm not leaving Faye. right so so Faye is on some sort of a palanquin being carried in by everybody just wait is she on a palanquin or is she no no she's fine I'm just saying that the way everybody stay, we stay close to Faye. Okay, Faye's fine. Faye can walk. Well, she's good. She's my, she's I the know. only other one left. She's I your know. favorite beating stick. Um, <laughs> no. I, I will carry up. I will carry up the rear uh, and just cautiously make note of everything that we're passing into people and try to uh, keep my wits about me. Okay. Oh, keeper, I have yes. my medical bag. In my yes. medical bag is my gun. Okay. Just want everyone to know. They haven't disarmed anyone yet. Okay. <laughs> yet. You walk you walk through the front door, uh, down a small hallway, and Maritza throws the door open and walks in. And as you follow her into the room, there is a fireplace lit. The lights are very low, but you can make out a figure sitting there, and it's Pessoa. Wonderful. <laughs> How did we know that? Catherine, her face turns venomous, like... More full of venom and vitriol than it normally is. Oh, that's cracking. Like Cersei Lannister season eight face, nice. you know, and looks at Maritza and says, you have five seconds to explain what he is doing here. He is here to also view the, the tattoos of Tamaris. You wish to see and get to the tattoos of Tamaris. 
I was planted with resistance to try to lure them into stealing the tattoo of Tomaris. So you work with him? <laughs> I work with everyone here. Stop fucking speaking and I can't understand English riddles, damn it! This isn't good! This is fucking- Do you know who he works for? Who do you work for? I, um... She looks at Ellen and says, A song can open the moon door, yes? Your friends have no idea? They will now. Well... Sit, please. I don't want to sit. I don't want to open any moon doors. I want an explanation that is not Johnny? shrouded in in secrecy and twisted words and just tell it to me straight. Catherine, what is he doing here? Catherine, Catherine, please calm down. This is not the people that you want to be raising your voice to. And Ella's giving you a look like you seriously need to put a lid on this because this is dangerous territory. Like that, It's that kind of look of a wide-eyed don't talk. Don't push it. Jack goes up behind her and whispers into Catherine's ear, focus your anger, hold it, and wait for the moment. Don't scream, just wait. Pessoa says, it's good to see you again. I would hope that you'd be willing to sit, but if you wish to stand, that is fine as well. I am uh, I am here at the behest of a group of powerful people who have much interest in collecting this item of power that I think you also seek, yeah? And I was, uh, I used the train at invitation, such as, just as yourselves. I knew to get off before the attack, of course, but I'm sorry that that inconvenience happened. From the conversation I had with the two young women at the brunch and the subsequent party the night before, I did not think that you were actually aligned exactly with us. But after a quick telegraph and uh, before we left, it seems that perhaps the five of you are far more valuable than I ever could have imagined. Can I offer you some refreshment, some some vodka or the wine? I think we have wine here. Do not we not we we do Marissa, do we not? Yeah, I can get something. Please do so. Let us our friends must be cold and tired from such a long day. Is, are you just standing is still your preferred way of speaking? I Um Ella is the first to come forward and she goes, um, the children of the sanguine goddess greet you. And you are received with open arms. It, so I, uh, we don't know much about you, Miss Walcott, but from the mark on your wrist, may I see it? She takes off the coat and puts her hand up by her face to give like full view in the light. And hopefully the other people see it like. And by the other people, she means, I mean, my group. Mm -hmm. She says, so, one of the charters out of England itself, London, yes? Aye. Hyde Park, to be specific. Hmm. Yes, the Sanguine Moon, very similar to us in theory and philosophies, but some diff slight differences, which we will get into later. But for now, my friends, I, I welcome you. I offer you beds. There will be more time to talk. We still have others that are going to be arriving. The Sacred Witch and the Keeper of the Tainted Blade will be here so sometime tomorrow. They are running a little late. And then we can talk about this bear and uh, retrieving the object of power. You have as much interest in it as we do. I'm sure we can work together to procure this item without... Uh, fighting each other over it. It would be senseless at this point. We should combine our strengths. I hope that you'll be in 
willing to hear me out once everyone has arrived. Um, I forgive me, for, uh, Mr. Pessoa, but I do not know which title you go by, so therefore I cannot give you the proper honorifics. I am second. I am Archmagus of this of this group, but uh, there is a sacred witch. She will be here as well. She arrives with the Keeper of the Blade. Things will uh, make more sense once the uh, all of the masks are pulled away tomorrow and we can talk openly with a fair sharing of our knowledge. Perhaps what you know, what your friends know, what we know, it will become much clearer, I believe. And of course, Mr. Cavendish, I haven't forgot your bear. Oh, very kind. Well, we're very hopeful you can kill it since we summoned it. Oh, that's nice. Great. A metaphorical bear. A haunting bear. A demon, perhaps. Well, it, it was meant to keep Stalin's people away from the object once it was found, but unfortunately, it's very persistent. The Man of Iron doesn't uh, doesn't back down very often, and he is keep pushing people into the into the dig site, no matter how many of them we maim and kill with our so creature. If, if now, it's not really a bear, what actually is it? For you, call it bear. But unfortunately, we've lost control. My lord, we appreciate your clemency in this matter. Um, we will take, need to take a moment as my companions are, uh, are unaware of my ties to the Sanguine Goddess thus far because, well, this is quite new for all of us, I assume. Of course. Of course. Take, your, uh, take yourself upstairs. My men will show you around each to your rooms. And may Awas watch over all of you as you sleep. And that's where we'll call it for the night. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cthulhu in Cairo. You can like, share, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. The music you're listening to is Return of the Mummy by the great Kevin McLeod. Join us next time to see where our intrepid explorers find themselves next.